Hi, everyone. It's so good to be with you for ASIYP. This virtual conference, I know, is the first of its kind. And so many of us are so excited about what is going to happen. I'm Felicia Dadis with the Center for Online Evangelism, and we believe in empowering you and equipping you to share the gospel, to meet the needs of people who are online. So I do pray that at the end of this presentation, this little talk, that you are encouraged in what the Lord has been leading you to do online. But First, I want to start off by sharing a story that happened um, some time ago. Two women came into an emergency room, and both of them were scheduled to have a, a hysterectomy done. However, the first woman was not scheduled initially to have it on that day, but because she was bleeding and her hemoglobin level uh, was dropping very quickly, her surgeon decided to go ahead and do the surgery. Uh, that very evening. So during the operation, uh, she started to, she continued to bleed more and it was requested that she needed a blood transfusion done. So the blood bank sent blood work, sent blood to the operating room and they hooked her up. The transfusion began and it was during the transfusion that the surgeon noted that the blood that they were giving her was not O. Uh, and most of us know that in order to receive a blood transfusion, if you don't want issues to happen, it needs to you need to make sure that the blood types match. And so they stopped the transfusion, they removed all of the, the blood products from the room, sent it back to the blood bank, and later on an investigation revealed that the blood bank personnel thought that the woman who was having the surgery was the second woman. And of course, their blood types were, were different. And so they stopped the surgery. They sent her into ICU. They had to resuscitate her. Um, and after a long time, they were able to stabilize her, take her back into uh, the operating room with the correct blood type. And thankfully, fortunately, uh, she survived and she was able to be discharged. So we look at a situation like this. And I know the fear for many people is going into a hospital, thinking that the doctors and the nurses, that they have it all together, and then finding out that they make a tragic mistake like this. This is one of those events that they say should never happen. But on rare occasions, it, it actually does. So imagine uh, going into a hospital, placing your life into the hands of these individuals, and because of some error, uh, your life is put on the line. And I wonder at times, could we be guilty of the same things? Could we as a church, could we as young adults be eager, be sincere? Because no one in the blood bank or no one in the operating room was trying to harm the patient. None of them were being malicious about it. They were being sincere. But despite their genuine want to help, it almost their error almost cost this woman her life. And could it be that in our case that we are sincere, we are genuine, we want to share the gospel, we want to meet the needs of people, we want souls to be saved, but we're giving them the wrong blood. The Bible does say that 
It is through the blood of Jesus that we have the, the forgiveness of sins, that we are made pure, that we are sanctified, that we are made holy. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb. And it is the blood of Jesus that people need, not some other form of blood. And so what I want to do is to look at our theme for this convention, Three Angels Message, our urgent calling and how it relates to digital evangelism. Now, the word that I that I want to emphasize most on here for the next 15 minutes or so is that um, that word in the phrase, our urgent calling. So I was doing a little bit more research, especially in regards to productivity. And it's, it's said that especially in the workplace, when workers, when employees actually are under the sense of they have to meet a deadline and there's a sense of urgency, if they are working um, in a hurried manner, they that actually creates more of an environment to make mistakes. And so I want to read for you this quote by um, Inc. And it says that rushing to get things done as fast as possible so you can take more on can mean that you don't think through the job as critically and that you can make more mistakes. There's another quote that says, when you rush, you're reacting to your to-do items for the day rather than being proactive about that. So we can apply that in our in the work in the workplace. But when it comes to spirituality, when it comes to sharing the gospel, how do we apply that? We can become very zealous for souls and we sense that urgency. There's so many people who have yet to know about Jesus. We need them to know the truth. We need them to know about Jesus. That in a state of, in a hurried state, in a state of urgency, but not guided by the Holy Spirit, we can actually make mistakes. It's even worse if now we're promoting and talking about online evangelism taking the work that we're doing on social media, on YouTube, start podcasts, start blogs. Now that we have these platforms in which we can reach millions of people, now the mistakes that we make, if we are not careful, those mistakes can have even grave, um, can have more grave results. So as we're looking at this medical case and we're saying that what people need is the blood of Jesus, nothing else. Anything else will be detrimental to their spiritual health. And even though we might be sincere, even though we are genuine, even though we want people to know about Jesus, we still need the Holy Spirit to guide us to make sure that we're not giving them the wrong blood. So how do we do that? How do we have the sense of urgency, recognizing that this call is urgent and we need to work um, urgently. We need to work as fast as possible so that more people can come to Christ. But at the same time, to be aware that if we're not under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, that we can make grave mistakes. So the first thing that we need to do as young professionals, as lay people, is to constantly be in prayer. I know it may sound cliche, but it's true. Working with the Holy Spirit as we go throughout our day, abiding in Christ, Jesus says in John 15, as you abide in me, my word abides in you. Ask whatever you will and will be done for you as the as the branch cannot 
exists or cannot thrive, cannot bear fruit if it's not a part of the vine. We too cannot bear fruit if we are not abiding in Christ. And one way that we abide in Christ is through constant prayer. As you are about to launch your online ministry, as you are starting your business, constantly be dedicating yourself to the Lord in prayer so that you're, you're in connection with the Holy Spirit. The second thing that I want to encourage us, especially as millennials, young people, people who are online, if you have a social media account, one way that we can start giving people wrong blood is when we answer in a in a in a heated state. Someone says something um, or we might want to present truth or doctrine, but we're in it, we're not in a the Holy Spirit does not have control of us. We're either angry or we're either very passionate. And instead of taking a step back, instead of breathing and asking the Holy Spirit, how do I respond to this? We let our emotions take the lead. We respond in a negative or critical or judgmental way. And that's one of those things where you're sincere, you're genuine, but you're doing the wrong thing, giving the wrong blood to the person. The third thing is that we have to be careful about the things that we share to make sure that we're sharing it in context. Now that we all, at any moment, with just a click of a button, um, we can post something, we can share, we can preach, we can talk and start a podcast. There is that temptation to, and this has happened to me personally several times, as a matter of fact, I'll be reading a book, see a great quote, and I think, wow, this is powerful. This really hit my heart. I'm like, share it on Facebook. But what I tend to forget is that I'm reading the book and I have the full context. But if I just take that one paragraph or that one sentence and I post that online and say that is digital evangelism and then people get all riled up and I think, well, they are just rejecting truth. What I'm not realizing is that I'm posting this or sharing this without giving any context or any background. And so, again, sincere, wanting to help people but giving the wrong blood. We also want to be careful to not present our own personal convictions or our own opinions as doctrine. For instance, I remember one time really studying uh, where Jesus said, if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off, cast it away from you. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. Uh, it's better to enter the kingdom of God maim or blind than having your whole body thrown into hell. But recognize that that scripture does not say that everyone should cut off their right hand. For the person whose right hand causes them to sin, whatever that thing might be, you need to cut it off and take it away from you. But that personal conviction that we have, we can then begin um, applying that or putting that on other people and thinking that because the Holy Spirit is drawing us to do that, that means that everyone else needs to do it. And so we begin to present this as doctrine, sincerity, but wrong blood. That's not what the person needs. We also need to learn as young professionals, as people who are starting online ministries, to care for people. People are not projects. We might see an individual and think they need to come to Jesus. We need to get them right into church. And we see them more as a project rather than building relationships with them. And that brings us to, of course, the right kind of blood, the method of Christ alone. 
where Ellen White says that we ought to follow his method, which was that he mingled with men as one who desired their good. He showed sympathy. He ministered to their needs. He won their confidence and he bid them to follow me, follow him. And he was building that relationship with people. He was showing them love, having compassion on them. And in so many cases, and again, speaking from experience, we can lose that sense and forget that people really desire and really need love. They need the love of Jesus. And then as the Holy Spirit fills your heart and fills them, we can continue to walk with them. It reminds me of this other medical uh, mishap that happened. Two women came into an emergency room again. Both were having uh, complications in their abdomen. The, the, the second woman, actually, um, she was three months pregnant and she was bleeding and she thought that she was, she was having a miscarriage. Uh, the second woman... Um, was having pain in her abdomen. And so when the, when the second lady who was three months pregnant, the nurse came into the room and, you know, said, you know, let's take a walk. We need to do a, a CAT scan on you. She questioned the nurse and she said, do, is this really what I need to be doing a CAT scan? I am, you know, should I be doing a CAT scan? And the nurse said, yes, the doctor said that this is what you need to do. And we'll find out. Um, the CAT scan will reveal why you're having pain. She said, well, I'm not having pain. I'm just bleeding. The nurse said, again, it's just a CAT scan that you need. They did this CAT scan. She and her husband were waiting and the doctors walked in and as well as an administrator from the hospital. And they thought for sure they were having a miscarriage. Um, but the doctor said, you're not having a miscarriage, but we made a terrible mistake. We had you have a CAT scan but you were the wrong person. We were supposed to have the CAT scan on someone else. Now, to have a CAT scan done, especially in the first trimester, has a very, can have very terrible, sometimes fatal results on the unborn child. It can contribute to um, delayed mental and physical development. And so for months, this um, this woman was just so distraught, having follow-up visits, just not sure how her child would be. Fortunately, the child was fine. But again, in the same case, spiritually speaking, we can be doing the very same thing. So what happened was that these two women, they had the same name. They also had the same age. But of course, it was different cases and they had different birthdays. And so this is why it's important for us to know when we are going online to understand our target audience, to understand what is their need. When we don't understand the needs of people, when we are not following the method of Christ, we run the risk of doing like a spiritual CAT scan on them. For example, telling them, this is what you need to do. These are the rules that you need to follow. You need to change this and this and this and this and this without pointing them to Jesus, without having them, without introducing them to Christ, without them experiencing the love of Jesus. So what happens is that this causes a spiritual delay in them because of legalism. They have not been introduced to the love of Christ. When we're starting our ministries, in our businesses, in our daily experiences as young professionals, as lay people, know your target audience, follow the method of Christ, and don't think that one, um, one thing is going to work for every single person. That's the other thing when it comes to digital evangelism is, again, understanding the people that you are presenting this message to. When we look in Revelation, 
uh, chapter three, it talks about this message going out to the seven churches. And each of these churches, different target audience, had different messages that Jesus was sending out because they had particular problems uh, that they were that they were encountering, that they were dealing with. And so this is really important, um, something that we need to remember. Finally, as young professionals, as lay people wanting to get involved in online evangelism, having that that sense of urgency and wanting as many people as possible to 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 know the message, we can face that temptation of what can I do to have more people watch my video, listen to my podcast, read my blog, visit my website? And the enemy will come in with the tactics of the world and say, well, if you do this like the world, you will get more views. If you do this like the world, you will get more readers, you will get more listeners, you will get more likes, you will get more traffic to your website. But we have to remember that it is always quality over quantity. We need to uh, be careful to not forget that we are called to be a peculiar people, even when it comes to the content that we are sharing online. That everything that we do, whether you are starting a YouTube channel talking about health or starting a podcast about finance, that whatever it is that the Lord is leading you to, it is a way to uplift Christ. And we don't, while we can learn best practices from the secular world, we still have to remember that when someone comes to our, whether it's our social media page or to our website or to our YouTube channel, to whatever ministry we have online, that they should be able to tell that we are different. Our tone, our expressions, that we carry ourselves, the content, of course, that we are sharing, but most of all, not seeing this as an opportunity for us to be celebrities and promoting ourselves and building our own personal brand. Nothing is inherently wrong with that. Um, but it always should be to uplift Christ. That is the right blood. So our call is urgent. We recognize that there are many millions, billions of people who still need to know Jesus. But just because we are sincere doesn't mean that everything that we do is automatically right. The same way in the healthcare system, you have doctors and nurses who genuinely and sincerely want to save lives, but because they're not taking that time, because they're not following protocol, lives are lost. And we're not immune from that. And so it's so important to stay connected with the Lord to follow the methods of Jesus, to consecrate ourselves every single day to him, to make sure that what we are doing, um, we're sharing the three angels message in the marketplace, on our college campuses, um, in our homes, but that we're not giving persons the wrong blood. The blood of Jesus, that is what helps us to overcome. That is what helps us to live holy and peculiar lives. So I want to encourage you uh, during this conference, during this convention, and when it is all done, as you pray and as the Holy Spirit leads you into any form of online ministry or how you're going to share Christ in the marketplace, that you are sharing Christ, that you're giving them the right blood. And of course, the Center for Online Evangelism, we are here to provide you with the resources and the tools and the training that you need. We have an online course that will walk you through the steps. If you want to be an online missionary as a young adult, as a lay person, what do you do? How do we reach more people? How do we lift up Christ? So we're here for you, encouraging and empowering you to share the three angels message, our urgent call.
This media was produced by Audioverse for ASI, Adventist Layman's Services and Industries. If you would like to learn more about ASI, please visit www.asiministries.org. Or if you would like to listen to more free online sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.